This program is presented by the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Hello, I'm Charlotte Kent, Editor-in-Chief of CDC's Morbidity and Mortality Weekly Report. Thanks for joining me for MMWR's weekly COVID-19 briefing for the week of October 25th. In this episode, I'll discuss four MMWR reports, two about COVID-19 and two related to lead and other metal exposures in honor of National Lead Poisoning Prevention Week. The first report describes ACIP recommendations for additional primary doses and booster doses of COVID-19 vaccine. The second report looks at infection-induced immunity versus vaccine-induced immunity. The third report examines blood lead levels in children, and the last report explores toxic metals found in some decorative luster dusts used in baking. More than 190 million people in the United States have been fully vaccinated against COVID-19, and more than 13 million have received an additional primary dose or a booster dose. The first report outlines ACIP and CDC recommendations for additional primary doses and booster doses of COVID-19 vaccines. Additional doses are given to improve response to the initial vaccine series in people with weakened immune systems. Booster doses are given to certain groups of people who have completed their primary vaccine series to protect against waning vaccine immunity over time. ACIP recommends that people aged 65 years and older, residents aged 18 years and older in long-term care settings, and people aged 50 to 64 years with certain underlying medical conditions who have received an mRNA COVID-19 vaccine should receive a booster dose six months later. People aged 18 to 49 years with certain underlying medical conditions and people aged 18 to 64 years at increased risk for getting or spreading COVID-19 because of occupational or institutional setting may receive a COVID-19 booster dose based on individual benefits and risks. ACIP also recommends that people aged 18 years and older who received Johnson & Johnson's Janssen COVID-19 vaccine should receive a single booster dose two months later. Following recommendations for COVID-19 vaccination is important to protect yourself from COVID-19 and related complications. Receiving your primary series and any recommended additional or booster doses are important in stopping the spread, especially for people at higher risk for severe illness and death. Getting COVID-19 may offer some natural protection, known as immunity. However, experts don't know for sure how long this protection lasts, and the risk of severe illness and death from COVID-19 may outweigh the immune protection a person develops after infection. The next report looks at infection-induced immunity versus vaccine-induced immunity in hospitalized patients with COVID-19-like illness. The study analyzed data on hospitalizations among adults whose prior infection or vaccination occurred three to six months before hospitalization. Among more than 7,000 hospitalized adults, unvaccinated people with a prior infection 
were over five times more likely to test positive for COVID-19 than fully vaccinated people without a prior infection. The data demonstrate that for at least six months, vaccination can provide a higher, more robust, and more consistent level of immunity to protect people from hospitalization for COVID-19 than infection alone. All eligible people should get a COVID-19 vaccine as soon as possible, including unvaccinated people who have had COVID-19. For further protection, all eligible people should also get a COVID-19 vaccine booster. The next two important reports are about non-COVID-19 topics. Scientific evidence suggests that there is no known safe level of lead in the blood. Even small amounts of lead can be harmful to a child's developing brain, affecting a child's ability to learn, pay attention, and excel in school. The next report provides an update to the population-based blood lead reference value to help identify children with high blood levels and guide recommended follow-up actions. Blood lead levels, or BLL, among U.S. children have declined tremendously over the last 40 years. In 2012, CDC introduced the population-based blood lead reference value to identify children exposed to lead in the United States. CDC now uses a blood lead reference value of 3.5 rather than 5.0 micrograms per deciliter to indicate if a child has more lead in their blood than most U.S. children. This update reflects the overall decline in childhood BLL and provides an opportunity to address long-standing disparities in lead exposure and BLL in children. The updated reference value empowers partners to act earlier to identify and reduce exposures for children with lower BLL. CDC encourages healthcare providers, health departments, and communities to use the updated reference value to identify children most at risk and determine appropriate follow-up actions. Bakeries and home bakers use decorative glitters and dusts, also known as luster dusts, to decorate cakes, other baked goods, and candies. Some luster dusts are made for use on foods and can be safely eaten. They are typically marked edible on the label. But some luster dusts are not safe to eat and are only meant for use on decorations removed before eating. These luster dusts may be labeled non-toxic or for decorative purposes only. During 2018 to 2019, the Rhode Island Department of Health and the Missouri Department of Health and Senior Services investigated cases of metal poisonings associated with commercially and home-prepared cakes decorated with luster dust. Cases in Rhode Island were associated with copper ingestion, and the case in Missouri was associated with elevated BLL. Luster dust products in Rhode Island used in cake frosting were found to contain high levels of multiple metals. Luster dusts that are not safe to eat can contain high levels of toxic metals, including copper and lead, and have been associated with metal poisoning. Only luster dusts labeled edible that provide a list of ingredients should be eaten. Public health departments should be aware of this threat 
and help spread the word to the public and bakeries to prevent unintentional poisonings. Thank you for joining us for this week's briefing. To stay up to date on the latest MMWR reports on COVID-19, go to cdc.gov MMWR and subscribe for free. You can also subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Podcasts. Stay safe and stay well. For the most accurate health information, visit cdc.gov or call 1-800-CDC-INFO.